Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. This is Canty and Carlin on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, Sirius XM, Channel 80, and on ESPN Plus. ESPN Radio is presented to you by Progressive Insurance. I'm Amber Wilson. She is Shea Cornette. We are filling in for the guys. You can tweet to both of us at Shea Pepler, at Amber W Sports, or you can always join the conversation on the CC call in line at one triple eight say ESPN eight eight eight. 729-3776. So Shay, Kyrie Irving has until Wednesday to decide whether he will opt into the final year of his four-year max contract that he signed back in 2019 when him and KD decided to join the Nets. If he does that, he will get paid $36.9 million to play basketball next season. If he opts out, he will be an unrestricted free agent next month. That means he could still agree to a new deal, of course, with the Brooklyn Nets, or maybe it means that he's going to go somewhere else. So he went ahead and gave the Brooklyn Nets a list of teams that he would want them to do a sign and trade with if he's on his way out of Brooklyn. And you tell me whether you think this is just negotiating tactics. Here's the list real quick. The Los Angeles Lakers, the Los Angeles Clippers, the New York Knicks, the Miami Heat, the Dallas Mavericks, and the Philadelphia 76ers. Do you think this is just Kyrie negotiating? What do you make of this? Um, yeah, so Woj released this list yesterday, and Woj always has the very latest on what's going on in the world of the NBA, and I never want to sit here and doubt anything Woj is putting out there. But I mean, this whole thing just seems so outlandish to me um, in terms of the list, in terms of the timing. I mean, this all coming out on the day of the NBA draft. And, and just the fact that it's the Brooklyn Nets. I said this during our meeting, Amber, I'll say it again. It just feels like the Brooklyn Nets are like – the Aaron Rodgers of what the, he is to the NFL, meaning there's like always something going on. Although Aaron Rodgers has taken a backseat to the Browns lately, but anyways, um, sticking with the NBA, it's like Kyrie. And then this obviously directly impacts Kevin Durant, who said on his podcast that he's going to see where the chips fall. And, um, this list to me feels like a tactic to try and maybe get more money out of the Brooklyn nets or to understand like he's dangling the bait that he might leave. Here's what I've come to learn, though, about the Brooklyn Nets, where there's smoke, there's fire. To me, this just screams that the big three is not going to – big three, and I'm adding Ben Simmons in there, and along with Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving. It, it tells me that this big three is not staying together. There's already the drama brewing about where Kyrie Irving is going to go. Unless he decides come Wednesday that he's going to become a restricted free agent, the Nets give him a boatload of money, which why would they do that? Why would they put all of their chips into Kyrie Irving's basket? Because, look, he is a phenomenal player when he is locked in and he is there and he is present and that is all he's focused on. But we have seen over the last couple of years that there's other things in Kyrie Irving's basket, and that's perfectly fine. But that means he cannot be the 
number one franchise player for your team where you were going to pay all this money to. Like, that, that, just, that, you can't have your cake and eat it. You can't have both ways. And so, unfortunately for the Nets, this is going to be more drama and more of the Kyrie Irving show for the next week or so. Um, in terms of the list, it's an interesting one. Uh, it's one where all of these teams, if they just add a Kyrie Irving, feel like they're back in the mix. The most puzzling to me, because I can make an argument for all of them, and some of the arguments are a bit laughable, but the weirdest one is kind of the Dallas Mavericks. Now, I understand that now Jalen Brunson is like in the conversation a lot for going to the Knicks after the trades yesterday in the draft and whatever. But uh, last I checked, uh, Luka Doncic is a ball hog and should be because he's the best player on that team and he's constantly dribbling the basketball and the priority for that Mavericks team is that he has the basketball. Why would you add Kyrie Irving into that mix? So that one was the weirdest one to me, Amber. What do you think? Actually, I don't think that one's that strange because we know Dallas, it feels like because of Luka's greatness, Dallas feels like they could be just a piece away from really competing in the West and I think that if you're talking about you know a, a superstar if you want to give Kyrie Irving that, uh, I, I mean, I, that accolade, I guess, right? Because, I mean, do we call Kyrie Irving that still? I don't know, but yes, whatever. Yeah, star, yeah, superstar, fine. Do. Either way, uh, I think being able to bring a name like that into Dallas, I do understand. Because I think the Mavericks have to do something yes, this no, offseason. And they have to put more help around Luka. Luka. So, for me, that one makes sense. I think there's some other teams on here that really don't make sense. And that's why I have a hard time taking this list seriously as anything other than a negotiation tactic by Kyrie because Kyrie doesn't have a ton of leverage here Shay I mean the Nets don't have to pay him they don't have to do this and you said why would they ever agree to I mean the only reason that they would agree to the answer to that question is Kevin Durant right and that's it like Kevin Durant full stop that's the only reason you would agree to it if you were the Brooklyn Nets because so far certainly the Kyrie Irving situation hasn't worked out for you but I feel like this list is just a negotiating tactic not that there's not going to be interest for Kyrie around the league if he's leaving Brooklyn but the Philadelphia 76ers didn't James Harden just run away from Kyrie Irving that is weird and now the Philadelphia 76ers are what going to do a sign and trade for Kyrie Irving if the Brooklyn's doing a sign and trade this doesn't I mean what we had heard was that not only did James Harden want out of the mess there in Brooklyn, but that it was kind of a like everyone thought that was going to be the best thing for James Harden. Apparently, I don't know. And so, why would you want to bring? I don't. Th- the that only way no I could sense. see it happening is if you're not going to pay James Harden, because that's also something that the 76ers have to figure out with James Harden. So, if you weren't going to pay James Harden, then maybe you bring in Kyrie, I guess, instead of James Harden. But man, you are just trading problematic player for problematic player in that scenario. The New York Knicks being on this list I mean the only reason the Knicks are on this list is because we know Kyrie wants to stay home that's the whole reason he's in Brooklyn to begin with and so hey there's only one other team at home and it's the New York Knicks the rest of this list to me is just kind of like all right I I just threw together a list of of good teams in the NBA that have superstars that if you put a Kyrie Irving on them maybe they'll win a championship but the reality is Shay that Kyrie Irving I think has a better shot at winning a championship alongside Kevin Durant than probably LeBron James at this point with the Lakers on this list in the way that team's constructed. And if he went to a team like the Lakers, you're talking like a $30 million pay cut or a $40 million pay cut Kyrie Irving would have to take. And isn't the whole point of this negotiating for money? 
So if you didn't care about the money, then why are we having this conversation to begin with? And if you care about the money, then why the heck are the Los Angeles Lakers on this list? Yeah, the the Lakers don't make sense for a lot of reasons to me. First of all, that already we were talking about the Lakers. I remember Jay Will saying that it was the most disappointing team in sports history, considering what they had constructed and that being kind of LeBron's brainchild. Obviously, it didn't pan out. You could point to the Anthony Davis injury. You could point to Russell Westbrook not being who he is. And then obviously LeBron wasn't fully himself at the end either. So what are you going to do? You're going to add Kyrie Irving on to that mess too to try and really make sure all these superstars get theirs and figure things out. It's just adding more fuel to the fire. Oh, and by the way, you have also a new head coach there in Lakerland too. Like it, that doesn't make any sense to me. But when you have all these issues like the Lakers do, they have so many problems, perhaps they're just looking for a quick fix. Is Kyrie Irving really going to be your quick fix? I don't think so. Well, and then, of course, don't forget there is the history there between LeBron right, and Kyrie. Right. And when that relationship ended, given it ended in a ring, uh, things weren't always so hunky-dory between those two. Now the reports are maybe they've made up. Here's Woj, of course, ESPN senior NBA insider on Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max addressing the relationship between Kyrie and LeBron. I think it's absolutely good enough to play together. I think the relationships are a lot less important if you're the Lakers when you are as talent starved as they are you get over past issues quickly when you see a chance to bring in a talent whatever risk comes with that because you know right now you're not good enough that that we all know uh we definitely know as the lakers are currently constructed they're not good enough now maybe with a healthy anthony davis they get a little bit better but uh they obviously are going to try to make changes they're up against it in terms of the salary cap but again Why would Kyrie put himself in that position? Because it's such a pay cut for Kyrie. And the whole reason he's thinking about opting in or opting out rather is because he wants to get paid. But I mentioned that one of the other teams on this list, Shay, was an interesting one in the Philadelphia 76ers because of the existence of James Harden. And if it comes down to Kyrie or James Harden, which player would you be more inclined to max out? We will address that next. This is Canty and Carlin. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code FIRSTTAKE and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more More than than ever. ever. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to gamble responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. This U.S. promotional offer not available in D.C. Mississippi, North Carolina, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369 for New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. For Massachusetts, 1-800-327-5050. For Iowa, 1-800-BETS-OFF. For Puerto Rico, 1-800-981-0023. For West Virginia, visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. First bet offer for new customers only. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. In partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Amber Wilson and Shay Cornette filling in for the guys on Canty and Carlin. And we've been talking a lot about this Kyrie Irving situation with Brooklyn. He has until Wednesday to decide if he's opting into his $36.9 million player option for next season. James Harden is also a player with a player option that he has to decide if he's opting into his $47.3 million player option for next season. If he does, he'd be eligible for a four-year, $233 million max contract extension. 
with the 76ers uh, that could pay him $61.7 million as we headed into the 2026-27 season, Shay. So the Philadelphia 76ers have some decisions to make uh, moving forward, perhaps maybe if he opts out immediately when it comes to their future with James Harden. And Kyrie Irving had on his list of potential destinations that he would want the Nets to do a sign-and-trade for him for would be the Philadelphia 76ers, which we all thought that doesn't make any sense because James Harden just ran away from Kyrie. Why would Kyrie chase him to Philadelphia? But then I brought up maybe they're on the list because is there a scenario where Philadelphia could instead go with a Kyrie Irving future instead of a James Harden future? Because it's hard to imagine those guys coexisting together once again on the same team. If you were going to max out a player, since right now both the Nets and the Philadelphia 76ers find themselves in difficult situations which one would you put your money on Shay Kyrie or James Harden uh, I put it on James Harden and look this was hard I took a sigh when you brought this up to me and I thought oh my gosh who am I gonna put my money? but it would be James Harden um look when James Harden is focused and he is ready to play and then he's not got his attention elsewhere like James Harden is a very very good player like let's not get it twisted in his short time with Philadelphia this year, he still averaged over 21 points. He still averaged a double-double and having over 10 assists per game. And he's had that for the majority of his career. I mean, I'm looking at his stats, and you would have to go back to, what year is that, 2011 and 2012, where he's averaging under 25 points per game. That's pretty remarkable for an entire career. Or and then in, in terms of his his numbers too, like assists as well. Like he's not he's also distributing the ball. Like over the last few years, one, two, three, four, five, six years, he's averaging over ten assists for the entire year. Like James Harden is a, a major asset to any team. And I think when he went to Brooklyn, I'm not gonna pretend like I sat here and didn't say that that was great for Brooklyn. Him and Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving all together, I think we all penciled them in to be winning multiple championships and obviously that was blown up and now we have no idea what's going to happen with the Nets going forward but nonetheless, I've seen the good James Harden and yes, he has disappeared in some postseason games. He's disappeared when the pressure has mounted. He's disappeared when he doesn't know exactly what is going on and what is coming up next. Hence this year with the Philadelphia 76ers it was almost a flash in the pan of of him and Joel Embiid working so perfectly together and obviously it didn't work out on the end but he only played I mean what 21 20 games with that franchise like let's see when he's actually got some time under his belt and so all that to say it would be an easy decision for me because I simply just I, I, I don't trust Kyrie Irving to have basketball's full attention right like to his focus to only be basketball I know he loves the game and I know he's a remarkable and I still think a superstar in the league but I think that he's got other interests which is totally fine but I don't want to put all my money my max contract on a guy who's got other interests that's just not me I'm not with you on this one. Now, given I'm having a hard time maxing out either of these guys, frankly, but to me, James Harden is a player that I have come to terms with is legitimately on his decline. And he's only 32 years old. I think he hit that decline faster than many other players that we see in today's NBA. But James Harden's also notorious for not taking care of himself. And Shay, for a long time, I was giving James Harden excuses where, hey, he, you know, he put on the fat suit in Houston because he wanted out, right? And and then he's milking the hammy in Brooklyn because he wants out. Well, now he's where he allegedly always wanted to be. And even playing for Maury, he is now in a place where he's still not producing and can't produce in the postseason 
season. And I feel like I have just come to terms at this point in James Harden's career with, hey, James Harden just ain't the same player. Like, he ain't peak Houston James Harden. He's never going to be that player again. And maybe it's largely because, yeah, maybe he's lived a little hard. Maybe he hasn't taken care of himself. And and maybe he doesn't have quite the same dedication to doing so that, you know, a a lot of these other guys in the league have when you're about the LeBron Jameses of the world spending a million dollars per body or per year on their bodies. That's not something that we've ever thought of when we think of James Harden. It's caught up to him. So, yes, I agree with you. When it comes to Kyrie Irving, we also question his dedication to the sport and his pure love of the game because it seems like, and Matt, vaccine mandate stuff aside, like we know about the stories and the not being around because of your sister's birthday and whatever else he was doing in season, not telling people. Yeah, yeah, he's got a bunch of stuff in, in the right. past, and particularly over these last couple seasons, that would lead one to question how dedicated you really are. Maybe your interests extend far beyond basketball, which is okay. But, of course, when you're talking about then getting paid max money in basketball, you could see why somebody would be trepidatious to do that if this isn't your sole focus. I have that same concern with James Harden. But my concern with James Harden is that that... Uh, lack of uh, maybe pure affection for the game has bled into his body, not being able to maintain. And so at 32 years old, only a couple years older than Kyrie, I just feel like he's so much older than Kyrie, even if it's only a couple years. Girl, age shaming? Come on now. What are we doing? <laughs> well, listen, all um, these guys are babies to me. Come I on, know. They're I, old. I hear you. I'm like, come <laughs> on. Grandma. Um, okay, well, we can agree to disagree because I, I would not put all my money. And I agree. Look, I think there was multiple times on these airways where I was like, I don't know if James Harden's that dude anymore. But then he'll go out and drop 35 and, like, put the team on his back and he's laser focused and he's in shape at the right time. And I'm like, okay, forget everything I just said. So it's I can't rule out. James Harden to be a massive impact on a basketball team where I feel like you can count on there being multiple games where you can't count on Kyrie and not just for an injury. And to me, that's a problem that I wouldn't want to max out on. If Harden declines his player option, uh, that would make him eligible for a five-year, almost $270 million max contract extension. Uh, That seems like a worst-case scenario for the 76ers. Of course, they would have to pay him that uh, if he declined his player option. Uh, Not a good situation, frankly, uh, when it comes to the future of James Harden, if you're the Philadelphia 76ers making those decisions. Coming up, what is the end goal here with the Knicks coming off of last night's NBA draft? But first, a word from Indeed. If the summer heat is making you sweat, your staffing plan Indeed makes hiring feel like a breath of fresh air. Their hiring platform makes it simple to attract, interview, and hire candidates all in one place. Just sponsor a post and get matched instantly with quality candidates whose resumes on Indeed meet your job description. And you can even schedule and conduct virtual interviews all from the Indeed website. Visit Indeed.com slash credit and get $75 towards your first sponsored job. Terms and conditions do apply. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today.
Amber Wilson, Shea Cornette, filling in for the guys on Canty and Carlin on ESPN Radio. ESPN Radio is presented to you by Progressive Insurance. So, Shea, earlier in the show, we talked a lot about the NBA draft. And somehow we didn't get to what maybe was actually the story of the night, uh, the most negative story of the night, according to most people. And that, of course, is the New York Knicks. Because... When the Knicks draft or don't draft, which is what they were doing with that 11th pick last night, it makes waves and maybe not in such a good way. The Knicks entered last night's draft with the 11th pick. They didn't bother to use it. After several trades, it was very complicated. New York came away with three first first round picks, but all of them are lottery protected or projected to be near the end of the draft order. Uh, I, I could get into the minutia here of what they came away with. It's through the Pistons and the Wizards and the Bucks, And basically what you need to know is the Knicks end up passing on drafting a player at 11th. And then they did manage to clear $18 million in cap space. And maybe, Shay, they did that because they have one Jalen Brunson in mind. That's what most people believe anyways. Here's Alan Hahn from Barton Hahn, who was, of course, hosting his show, Barton Hahn, earlier, discussing that very point. Jalen Brunson is a player that has been connected to them for a while now. And so it just seemed the minute that happened, it's all right, well, this is their plan. You know, maybe they wanted Jaden Ivey, couldn't get him. So there's got to be, you always have to have like, what's your backup? If you couldn't move up in the draft, what was your next plan? Because the starting point guard position is one they don't have. Kemba was on the roster, but you saw they gave up on him at the end of last year. They knew that wasn't going to be a fit. He couldn't play uh, a lot of minutes anymore as a starter. So what were they going to do? They had to get a starter, and that was a guy at 25 years old who showed you with Dallas this past year that he can score. When Luka was out, he actually was their main piece. He scored a ton when he was out, when he was on the ball. I thought he played well in the playoffs. Bar, you know, I covered the Western Conference Finals for us, so I was around that a lot. I saw it up, up close and personal, and I watched him play because I had in the back of my mind, let me see what this guy can do. So... Their interest in Jalen Brunson has been well reported and certainly no secret. You you mentioned he mentioned their uh, their interest in, in at one point trading up in the draft to try to get Ivy and that Jalen Brunson might actually be a plan B kind of move. So they get rid of that Kemba Walker contract in order to clear this cap space, this 18 mil in cap space, Shay. And it's one of those moves when we're talking about draft night moves, like everyone is so down on the Knicks. But I do think it's a little bit easy. Well, first of all, it's easy to be down on the Knicks. Second of all, it's easy to be down on the team that didn't really do anything right now, right? Like if it pans out and they get Brunson and the Brunson ends up being great, then all of a sudden it'll all look like good moves. But right now they don't have the player. They just got rid of stuff. Yeah. Okay. The Knicks, though, are a franchise where if you're going to swing and you're going you're gonna to give up picks and make all these trades and, and do everything – like, you should be swinging for the most high profile of talent. And, I, look, Jalen Brunson is a Chicago kid. He went to a rival high school of mine where I grew up, and I followed his career. And I think he is a wonderful player. And Alan's right. I mean, look, in Luka's absence, like, Jalen was that dude. And I, I've said this during the Western Conference Finals. Like, like all Luka needed was a little bit of help. And he got a lot of help from Jalen Brunson, and hence why I was a person who thought the Mavericks were actually going to knock off the Warriors. But I can't believe I just brought that back up. Anyways, um... I'm not saying he's not going to be a valuable asset to the Knicks or any other organization. I just think the Knicks need a superstar kind of person to come in there. Look at their starting ro- their starting five and, and, and their entire roster beyond that. Look, I remember at the trade deadline, I, I remember thinking, heck, trade everyone. You want to hold on to R.J. Barrett? Fine. But outside R.J. Barrett, 
Everyone's up for negotiate. Everyone's up for trade. Who cares who you're going to hold on to at this point? Because Julius Randle hasn't been the guy that he was, an all-star in a year ago. Alec Burks, come on. Uh, what do we talk? Evan Fournier couldn't shoot the basketball. They had no defensive identity. You couldn't rely on Mitchell Robinson. Obi Toppin is a great asset, but he, he comes off the bench for you usually. And so, yes, you need a point guard, but... To me, this is just a franchise where you're jumping through hoops for Jalen Brunson, who, again, is a very good player, and I'm not diminishing that. He's just not the the superstar quality player I would expect a Knicks franchise to jump through hoops for, and that's what they're doing for Jalen Brunson, who hasn't been a proven number one commodity, yes, in the absence of Luka Doncic here or there, but he hasn't had to be that dude. If he goes to a Knicks team that already has pressure mounting year in and year out after a flash in the pan of having a playoff squad and then this year having basically no identity, it's confusing. You don't know what's going on with Coach Thibodeau, who I think is a fantastic coach, but everyone's getting pulled in different directions. And then to lean on a guy like Jalen Brunson, and I would assume R.J. Barrett here because I don't know, and Julius Randle who needs to have a bounce back year. Like those core three are not a quote-unquote big three what you would expect to have in New York. That's just my opinion on it. Although you did call Ben Simmons a big three well, in Brooklyn earlier. So I we've been using the term big three. That. I really three, throw that out, don't I? Really, really loosely uh, on today's show. I, the Julius Randle contract to me, that $117, million, whatever it was that they handed him for the, those four years. I mean, it's obviously a terrible deal now coming off of this past season. And it's the reason, though, that I feel like you can't just build this team organically. Like they're trying to put in pieces now where you have to do some sort of maneuver to get promising pieces for the future. I will say that it's easy to pile on the Knicks, and I understand the reaction coming off of last night. And yes, you're right, Jalen Brunson. I mean, it's not Giannis or somebody, right? Like, what are we doing? However, it's not like the Knicks were in some, like, all-powerful position with, you know, a gajillion dollars in cap space, and they can go after some, like, super huge whale here, and they're definitely going to land that person. I do think Jalen Brunson is a very young player with upside, which is what you're looking at and I have no idea if the 11th pick is like I don't know if that 11th pick that they gave up uh Usmang Dang I you I know oh, you yeah. know more about NBA draft no, talk than I, I do I, but your he, guess is he, you know good. this is like a New a Zealand Kumba. this is going to be right. a Giannis Antetokounmpo kind of situation with Yang because we well, yeah, well and maybe and it very well could be yeah. uh, and then we'll all be laughing at this move <laughs> exactly. like you passed on that guy or right. you know <laughs> we we never hear about this 11th pick and he doesn't go on to be any Thing. And then fine, Jalen Brunson all of a sudden looks really good. Like, I have no idea if Dang ever becomes as good as Jalen Brunson already is. So I actually don't have a a terrible time accepting what the Knicks did last night. Yeah, I, no. But I feel a bit like on an island over by myself over no, here. No, no. I think... I think I'm if it was you. a different franchise, we wouldn't have such a problem You're with right. what happened. You're right. And honestly, like those conditional picks could could move a hundred different ways for the Knicks. I'm not I'm I don't have a huge problem with it. It's just to me, like, if you're gonna swing, you better swing and hit a home run. And I feel like they're swinging and it's like we're waiting for the home run and they just keep not having it. And I think that's the frustration with Knicks fans. Like, I mean, if you listen to Stephen A last night or today, you know how disgruntled he is. Obviously, right. we know about Spike. Like, Knicks fans are just so frustrated because it's like they're just waiting for a, a yes, that makes sense. And and it doesn't always make sense. Sure, things could always pan out and work out perfectly, but it doesn't usually work that way for the Knicks. And unfortunately, this just feels like a lot of swinging and missing. And I hope for them it works out. Again, I, I, I alluded to um, Dang being similar to Giannis Antetokounmpo because this is a guy we knew nothing about. We were mispronouncing his name left and right, which is what we're obviously doing with him as well. And we don't know what he's going to amount to. But for the Knicks, I feel like they need a sure bet. 
And all these moves don't equal a sure bet. And I think that's the head-scratching part of what happened last night. You are right, though. He is going, Dang is, now that we've had this conversation, I'm realizing, because it is the Knicks, like, Dang is going to end up being the best player in the NBA. Yeah, right. Because <laughs> now, just... like, that is how this story is probably going to end up. The Dallas Mavericks thought enough of Jalen Brunson to offer him reportedly four years, $88 million. Uh, and it, it appears that the Knicks might be willing to offer more like $100 million, uh, to Jalen Brunson. Good but the Mavs do want to keep him the Mavs do have the ability to offer Brunson a fifth year uh, instead of negotiating an entirely new contract with him as well so I will see how this plays I could be that Brunson stays in Dallas but if he's not staying in Dallas it seems pretty settled that he would want to go to the Knicks his father Rick Brunson is on the coaching staff of the New York Knicks his former agent Leon Rose of course runs the New York Knicks Coming up next, can the Avs clinch on home ice? Canteen Carlin is presented by Progressive Insurance. Bundle and protect today under one roof. Learn more at Progressive.com or 1-800-PROGRESSIVE. Some hockey talk coming next. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any 8-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number 8, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature 8-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number 8, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Amber Wilson and Shay Cornett on Canty and Carlin. So let's talk a little hockey, Shay, because game five of the Stanley Cup finals uh, is tonight. And the Tampa Bay Lightning, of course, going for their three-peat. They're one loss away uh, from that dream ending at the hands of the Avalanche. Uh, The Lightning lost both games in Denver to open this series. The Lightning, they say home ice doesn't matter in hockey. Uh, It certainly seems to matter uh, for the Tampa Bay Lightning. But Kevin Weeks, ESPN's NHL analyst, he was on this just in earlier. He said the Lightning have to reset for this game. I think the big picture for the Tampa Bay Lightning and speaking of players and people in their group is about resetting. And the big goal in mind. The big goal is the opportunity for a three-peat. That's the quest for them. But that starts with tonight. They have to get off to a good start. They really need to play the way they played in game three on home ice in Tampa. Out here at Ball Arena in Denver. That'll make for the big challenge. If I'm them, I come out shooting early and often. Try to establish a shot. Try to put Colorado on under duress. Because Colorado's great at home in front of their amazing fans. So that'll be the biggest thing. And also for Tampa, one shift at a time. One play at a time. They can't look too far ahead. They've got to break this game down into small segments. Okay, so uh, just to go off of what he just said, I mean, that is true. One shift at a time, one minute at a time in this Game 5 situation because Tampa has lost at their own game, essentially. The Avalanche have been faster. Their goaltending has been better. They have done it all in this series outside of of, – Game three, as he was just alluding to, that was that lopsided win, obviously, in favor of the Tampa Bay Lightning. And so, obviously, that's what he's saying that they need to get out to and they need, they need to perform well in this one. But they can't get ahead of themselves because, quite frankly, I think that this Avalanche team is better in all facets. But the Tampa Bay Lightning obviously have been here before. They have far more experience, especially in this situation. And they're not going to go down, Amber, I think, without a fight. Now, all this to say, in my opinion, I need to know if Burakowski is playing tonight because that is going to be a big deal for the Avalanche. He already scored two goals in this series and he can add an extra dimension hasn't played the last few games because he's had some ailments going on if he's added into that um uh avalanche roster 
I think the Avalanche are going to be celebrating at home tonight. Well, and, and for the Lightning, uh, Sorelli was injured in Game 4. Cernak was injured in Game 4 as well. Uh, I don't have the injury report for these teams, but certainly some key pieces that could be missing tonight. I believe that they're all expected to play. Coming off of that loss in Game 4, though, for the Lightning, John Cooper took only one question. He spoke for two-plus minutes, Shay. He said that his heart breaks for the players because that game, that goal-winning shot should not have counted uh, for the Avs. And at the time, I didn't know what he meant. And then the Twitter sleuths uncovered that there were too many guys out there. There were too many men out there for a solid few seconds. So the Lightning did have a legitimate gripe. We'll see, though, if they can bounce back in game five. Because overall, the Avs have looked significantly better in this series than the Lightning have. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. So nothing says summer like Will Smith's summer. This is Canty and Carlin on ESPN Radio. Amber Wilson, Shay for uh, Cornette, filling no, in Len- for the guys. Leonard I just Fournette, Shay Leonard Fournette, Shay Cornette. <laughs> uh, but it's Shay Pepler on Twitter if you yes, want to give her a I'm follow. Really her maiden name uh, <laughs> at Amber W Sports. I didn't change my name, so I just kept it easy yeah. for everybody. But of course, the Cornettes are staples here around <laughs> ESPN Radio. So you're very familiar with her husband as well. It is summer. Shay, for all of us here, I would say for all of us here at ESPN, uh, particularly I'm feeling it today. I don't know how you feel. In our business, it's a little strange because there are legitimate points of the year where there's highs and then there's lows. And the summer, it normally comes a sports summer for me in July, where in this business in sports radio, July, you're like scraping the bottom of the barrel for subject matter. But I feel like we're already here and it ain't <laughs> July yet. Now, the official start of summer on the summer calendar calendar, I believe was June 21st. So just a few days ago, I live in Florida from a calendar perspective. Every darn day is summer down here, but from a sports perspective, Shay, it just started. So what signifies summer to you? Um, yeah, this for work, like this point, um, where we're about to have no hockey playoffs. Uh, the NBA playoffs are over. We're literally just in baseball season now. And and it's not like we're making a push towards October. (laughs) Like we are not there yet. Um, we call this the dog days of summer. Right. But in terms of Mm -hmm. my personal life, like summertime to me, especially now that I, I have kids and I live near a beach, like going to the beach and, and being by water, by a pool on a boat, whatever it is like that signifies summer for me. I grew up around water. I grew up around a lake and on boats and it's my favorite thing. And I can't wait to like experience that now with my little guy and obviously um, with my husband and all the things. And so that's really like the start of summer to me is just being outside and being by water. And I love that so much. And also um, I'm like obsessed with watermelon. <laughs> so I, lo- I love that in summer, like you can eat all the watermelon you want because it's in season. I know that's kind of a weird thing, but that's just me. <laughs> uh, no, I, I, I concur. Watermelon is quite excellent. It's something that I have <laughs> developed a recent infinity for because my three-year-old son loves it. And I feel like I had forgotten about watermelon for a long time. Uh, watermelon's a great, great fruit. Uh, I, I'm with you that those things connote summer. The problem that I have down here in Florida is like every day I'm on a boat. <laughs> 
Oh yeah, I mean like, humble brag, bragging. but it's like every day I'm summer. Every day I'm on a boat. <laughs> I like, mean, the what? ocean is like I can reach out and touch it practically. You know, I mean, every day it's palm trees and sunshine <laughs> down here. So for me, summer is actually kind of a negative in Florida. Where for me, like the good things don't connote summer. It's the bad things down here. It's the mosquitoes going berserk. It's the humidity going up from ninety percent to a hundred percent. It's the heat index going so high that you just you know need to take a break. And and be an AC at all times between the hours of noon and 4 p.m. So those are summer to me is maybe not such great things. When I think like I feel like summer up north, it's pools opening, right? Like pools, my pools open all year in Florida, but pools opening. I just learned that like shocking a pool is a thing when I was visiting my girlfriend up in New yeah, York because she's like, it. Yeah, I guess I don't know how I don't know how y'all function up there. You know, I, Come on, man. she's Stay. like, my pool's not my pool just got shocked. We can't go in it. I'm like, what? What's shocking? Only for an hour, okay? Because you're just trying to clean it out. Yeah, these are. This is something that people who aren't just like hopping in pools every day are accustomed to. You got to make sure it's ready to go and that it is indeed ready for summer. But going back to like what we're dealing with here in sports, because just like a peek behind the curtain for people who obviously don't work in sports, like, oh my god, what a cool job! I'm like, yes, no, it is the best job. It is the coolest job. But like, we are waiting for news to break. On the football front, where's Baker Mayfield going? How long is Deshaun Watson going to be suspended? Like, we are waiting for all of these things to happen so that we have, like, long, very exciting conversations to be had. Because right now, like, last night we had the NBA draft, so obviously that's what we're leaning into today. And then um, we've got baseball news always throughout the summer, which, thank goodness. But, like, after these hockey playoffs, after the Stanley Cup final, um, which could end tonight, as early as tonight, like, the, the, we're all kind of in this situation where we're waiting because training camp doesn't start, what, for another month or so, mm-hmm. I think end of July. Um, and so we're all just kind of waiting to see what happens. And, and really the biggest news that's going to come down in the coming weeks is going to be Deshaun Watson and then potentially leading to what's going to happen with Baker Mayfield. Wouldn't you agree? I would think that those are those are certainly the pieces of news that we're waiting on. And, and you can give us a call on the CC column line. And let us know what connotes summer to you. one say espn triple eight seven two nine three seven seven six. It doesn't have to be sports. Wait a minute. Did be- you just say connotes? Yes. Connotes. What do you Connotes how, how summer do you to you. Spell that? That's such a big word for <laughs> what for what this it time signifies of the day. summer to you. Uh, you can give us a call at the CC call in line. Whether it's barbecues or barbecues or pools opening or any boats or any of these she other things that we mentioned. But then didn't hit barbecue. I, I did. I struggle with barbecues. <laughs> uh, but I do I I now I've lost on what we're even talking about. But yes, we are sitting here and we are thinking, okay, the Baker Mayfield news has to come at some point. But really it doesn't, Shay. Like it it doesn't have to come. He's well, not gonna not show gonna up come. to training camp, right? Yeah. Like it doesn't actually have to come. I don't know if we're gonna get that answer. The Deshaun Watson news, it seems like we're gonna get that answer. I, I felt like maybe that's why also the timing of the settlements is because he knows at some point with the NFL investigation reportedly being wrapped up that the that there is going to be a decision made on a suspension and that he wants to just move forward from that uh, instead of dragging out these civil cases for years on end, although four of them are still pending. So I, I would imagine those are a couple of things that we'll get some answers on at some point. I just, this Baker Mayfield situation, I mean, I, I thought we were going to get answers on it before now, frankly. 
Yeah, I, I agree with you. I mean, but I think what happens with him ultimately will then affect what happens with Baker Mayfield going forward. What happens with Deshaun, I'm saying. Right. Um, so I think- well, I don't, I got, will it? I mean, can, I cannot imagine a, a scenario where Deshaun Watson's suspended for an entire season, which a, a lot of people, that's the rumor out there. A lot of people think maybe that's the way the NFL is leaning. Certainly, frankly, the way that uh, I would imagine the Browns and Watson thought that they might be leaning when they structured that contract. So he'll only lose $1 million of $230 million. If he's suspended this season, even if it's in its entirety, but I can't imagine them playing Baker either, either way. Like I, I no. just, yeah, I don't, I'm, you know, this is obviously I, not where I thought the conversation was going, but I'm like happy to be summer. here with it. This is I know summer. this is what ESPN happened in radio the talk. Um, see, I, I agree with you. I don't foresee a situation where that happens. However, I think that would be best case scenario for Baker Mayfield. Be quiet, go play, show people what you're made of, show teams that they all passed on you and didn't want to trade for you and didn't want to do all these things, why you're worth all of that. To me, that would be in Baker's best interest. But I also understand that he's been disgruntled and they've already come to an agreement. He doesn't have to show up to all these things. But I think that would be the best thing for Baker Mayfield. Oh, really? You wanted to choose this guy? Let me show you what I'm made of and go out there and then take his team to the playoffs. That would be the best way to show everyone that they're wrong. Maybe. I just don't see a scenario where, frankly, it happens. If I'm Baker Mayfield at this point, I just want out uh, and want a fresh start. Abel in Texas, I see you on the CC call-in line. Keep those calls coming. one 888 Let us know what signifies summer to you. Connotes, signifies, Connotes. Whatever, uh, whatever you want to say there. Uh, what means summer to you? To me and Shay, it means the dog days of uh, trying sports to find radio. things in sports <laughs> to talk about at this honestly super awesome job that we have. So coming up next, Chris Carlin is going to help us come up with things to talk about this time of year. That's next on Canty and Carlin, Amber Wilson and Shay Cornette filling in. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. 